0: Hi, it's Linda Phils. I want to welcome you to my show here on the Charisma Podcast Network. Today, we're bringing you a snippet of teaching from a recent conference that is helping you understand the lessons of Joseph in the Bible and how they can help you overcome the pit. Now, instead of titling this lesson, Overcoming the Pit, I'm titling it, How to Have Progress in the Pit. Because pits will surely come in our lives. Trials, times where you feel trapped, where you feel like you're in a prison cell even. And one of the fantastic things about Joseph's example is that he found out somehow how to actually make progress while in the pit. So if you don't need this lesson now, you will need it at some point in the future. And I encourage you to come over to my website, lindafields.org. And sign up for our five secrets so that you can be on the mailing list for notice of these kinds of events in the future. And perhaps you'll join us live soon in Kansas City for one of our next events. But for now, we're going to go ahead and get started helping you understand how to make progress even in the pit. Enjoy and send me an email to let me know how this teaching impacted you. And if you love it, please let us know that in the review section. All right. Let's get started. I don't want to call it a pit. I would like to call it progress in strength. For you see, when you sign up for a dream of God over your heart, you will automatically be enrolled in boot camp. And boot camp, if it doesn't kill you, will really train you up to gain the strength that you're going to need in due time. Boot camp is hard. It stretches you till you think you will break psychologically, mentally, financially, every which way. And this is where you learn what it's going to take to live the promise. Boot camp is actually personal development in the pit and even through the fire. I would like to paint the picture for you of Joseph receiving the promise into his DNA that would take him through the darkness of a prison cell, false accusation, being separated from all of his family, and pain upon pain upon pain. And that it was perhaps that memory of the coat of many colors that sustained him in the dark nights in the prison. Maybe he could remember what the fabric felt like. Maybe he could see the colors. Maybe he could smell what that coat smelled like. There was something about the dream he received from his heavenly father, the love that had been bestowed upon him by his earthly father that kept this man intact throughout the prison season. Now I'd like for you to think a moment about what your prison season or your boot camp has been like. For some of you, it has been financial Failure or financial stress. For some of you, it has been health related. For some of you, it has been relational. For some of you, it has been betrayal, perhaps by a company or a business partner, or maybe a family member, maybe somebody that you thought would be your friend and partner all of their days. But you can be sure that a destiny worth living for will take you through the seasons of contending, Many of you have heard me share, and I will share it again now as per an agreement I have with the Lord, that in my life, my greatest test came at the age of 14 in an explosion from a butane leak in a hot water heater. At this time, I had trusted God as a seven-year-old girl and got saved in my daddy's church and Baptized my little brother in the swimming pool repeatedly until he came up saved when I was seven and he was four. And we played church and we preached and we sang. And you know what? We kind of received a dream in those early years to change the world. Never expecting that at 14, I would find myself fighting for my very life. And in a burn unit where my whole world seemed to fall apart. In shock, in great pain, in a place where everyone is in pain, in a children's burn unit with much crying, I found a quietness in my spirit that allowed me to hear the Holy Spirit. I didn't have my Bible. I didn't have my family. They were all in other hospitals. And I did have the Holy Spirit who said hey, remember this story. I think he said, hey, uh, remember this story about the potter and the clay and how the clay raises up to question the potter as to just what he's doing. And as I remembered that story, I didn't have my Bible there, but I remembered it immediately. And I was like, Lord, I've been asking you where you were. Did you see me? Did you see this? Were you not looking? Have I done something wrong? We go through all the paces. And I began to just thank the Lord that he had been with me or I began to understand I would not even be on the planet. You see, a dream and a destiny will be contested. Satan wants to take you out. Satan wants to dull your dream so that you decide to coast. Satan would love it for you to just think it was, it was pizza, that great idea. And now, hey, life happens. It was just a uh, It was just an idea and that's all it was. And I believe many of you will pick up dreams that you have put on the shelf for various reasons that are latent within your heart, but just waiting for the breath of God to fall upon them. This is the kind of God that we serve. As I came through my fire, I began to ask God for healing of my legs, which now had no skin, third degree burns, all three layers of skin gone. And, um, I just, it was just a, a, every waking moment, kind of a whisper prayer and like, Lord, I pray that you'd heal my legs without skin grafts. I knew what I was in for by now. They'd been scheduled. I had a roommate who was, uh, very badly injured, who had come and gone from many skin graft surgeries. As, uh, the days came and went, doctors come in and circle the patients and make their reports. And they're there from all over the world. And one of the doctors was assessing my injuries and he said, you know, I think we should watch this a little while longer. I see little patches of skin starting to pull together. I sat up when the doctor said that. I said, well, I said, the great physician is on my case. I didn't plan it. I don't know how I came up with that, but it was true. And so day by day, more skin came. I had no skin grafts. I did have to learn to walk again. I did have quite a recuperation to go through. But my point is God met me in the darkness. God met me in the lowest point of my life, just like I believe God met Joseph in the pit and then later in the prison. I mean, you just think, how bad can it get? This guy goes from problem to problem to problem. But you know what's happening? You're learning how to progress in pain. You're learning that your progress doesn't depend on someone else's blessing. You're learning your progress doesn't depend on who does or doesn't see you, who does or doesn't recognize you, who does or does not agree with you, who does or does not want to do business with you. They don't get to vote. There's two votes. It's the Lord's and it's yours. So glad you joined us for the Linda Field Show today. We know that you are busy and that your time is important. To help you accomplish more of the things that matter in work and life, Linda has created the Prayer Plan Your Life Productivity System. This valuable system guides you to minimize the noise that threatens your progress and make the highest and best use of your time. Come on over to lindafields.org to order Prayer Plan Your Life today. Get it done today. Make it matter tomorrow. See you over at lyndafields.org slash ppyl.